Hi, church family. Just wanted to say welcome back to Wednesday night time uh, prayer together. It's been a few weeks since I've been able to join you, and I know that uh, I missed you, and I hope that you're doing well. Thanks for also giving me a chance to leave with my family for a week to recharge our uh, hearts and get refreshed on a family vacation. Just wanted to go ahead and take you through uh, the scriptures tonight, and there's a lot to pray about for our country. We're in the time and season now of election year, and there's a lot to pray about. Our country needs our prayers, and so continue to pray for your country. I received a text message earlier from John Franklin. He don't write me often, but every so often there's a scripture that really impresses it upon his heart, and he'll send it to me to read. And so he sent me three uh, today to read, and they all talk about this idea of turning to the Lord, uh, people that are actually now still uh, professing they know Christ but telling lies to the people around them to lead them astray. And also this passage of scripture in Thessalonians about the person of lawlessness and how lawlessness is going to come across the land. It's a good time for us to read these together to remind yourself that we are supposed to be a light in, in a lost world. We're supposed to be a, a people that's tr proclaiming truth, not lies, and bringing people closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I think I want to start with Psalms, the one that he has, he gave me. So back in the passage of Psalms, chapter 84, he sent me all 12 verses. We'll start there, and we're going to talk about that, and then I'm going to do parts of the text out of Jeremiah, and then part of the text out of 2 Thessalonians. And so here's what it says. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord of armies. I long to yearn for your courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Even a sparrow finds a home and a swallow a nest for herself, where she places her young near your altars, Lord of the armies. My King and my God, how happy are those who reside in your house who praise you continually. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on a pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Bagak, they make it its source of spring water, even the autumn rain will cover it with the blessings. They go from strength to strength. Each appears before God in Zion. Lord God of the armies, hear my prayers. Listen, God of Jacob. Consider our shield, God. Look on the face of your anointed one. Better a day in your courts than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than live in the tents of the wicked people. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord grants favor and honor, and he does not withhold his, the good from those who live with integrity. Happy is the person who trusts the Lord, Lord of armies. I love this psalm because it really portrays to us that we really find peace and refuge and security and being able to know that we're taken care of when we draw close to God. And I love how the psalmist here says, I'd rather spend one day in your courts. Uh, one day, one day is better than a thousand elsewhere. One day drawing close to God is, is so much more precious than spending a thousand uh, other places. I've been all over the world. I've seen incredible things. I've been to India. I've been to Africa. I've been in the Middle East. I've been uh, in Europe. I've been in Southeast Asia. I've been in the Dominican Republic in Mexico. I've seen a lot of incredible places. I've been a lot of places that I've really enjoyed. But the truth of the matter is one day when you're in the presence of God is more than anything else. It's worthy of all the 
the time that you spend everywhere else because just being one day with the Lord gives you such peace and comfort and you get to be in such an awe of who he is that joy, real joy, floods your heart, real connection with the great I am, the creator of heaven and earth that makes you feel like, man, I can get through this world because I know that I'm promised so much more. I'm part of God's family and I'm walking with him. I was thinking about this as we had our trip. We went to the Creation Museum. We also went to the Art Encounter. We also went to the Bible Museum. And what that really did for me, again, is renewed my understanding of how great and mighty our God is. And truly, being in the presence of the living God is, is more valuable than spending a thousand days elsewhere uh, without him. So, also, Brother John sent me over a passage of scripture from Jeremiah. And Jeremiah basically is talking about many things, but it's talking about false prophets as well. It's talking about things we got to be careful of and, and people we got to be careful of. And so it reminds us that there's a lot of people telling us a lot of things out there in the world today that actually is not true. And even people that says they're Christians or they're a, a, a godly person uh, working inside of churches, we got to be very careful to know what the Word of God says and not be led astray, to draw close to Him, let Him be our protector and our God, and make sure that whoever teaches you anything is teaching you from the Word of God. And so in Jeremiah chapter 23, it says, Am I a God who is only near? This is the Lord's decoration, and not a God who is far away. He's saying, I am a God who is close. I hear everything. I see everything. I know everything about you and everything that's going on in the world. Can a person hide in secret places where I cannot see him? The Lord's decoration. Do I not feel the heavens and the earth? The Lord's decoration. He's saying, I'm all over the place. I see everything. I've heard what the prophets who prophesy a lie in my name have said. I had a dream. I had a dream. So he said to them, listen, I hear these prophet, prophets out there that's in going around and, and using my name as their source of saying, I'm doing this in the name of the living God. But they're not. They're doing it for their own benefits. They're telling their own stories to get people to follow them and not telling people the word of God. How long will I continue in the minds of the prophets prophesying lies, prophets of the deceit of their own minds? Through their dreams they tell other one another they plan to cause my people to forget my name as their fathers forgot my name through the bell worship. The prophets who has only a dream should recount the dream, but the one who has my word should speak my word truthfully, for what is strong compared to grain. And so what he makes comparisons say, what people make up themselves or any man-made wisdom, well, that really don't amount to much. If you're really a believer, you need to be telling people the word of God. We can tell people a lot of things that we've learned through school or through different type of uh, seminars. But if we don't tell people the word of God as Christians, we're failing the society that needs to hear the truth of the word of God. We proclaim them. God is pleased when we give people his word, not our own thoughts and ideas. This is the Lord's decoration. It is not my word like, is not my word like fire. The Lord is. This is the decoration, and it, and it isn't my word like a hammer that pulverizes rocks. Therefore, take note, I'm against the prophets, the Lord's decoration, who steals my words from each other. I'm against the prophets, the Lord's decoration, who uses their own tongues to make a decoration. I'm against those who prophesy false dreams, the Lord's declaration, telling them and leading my people astray with their reckless lies. It was not I who sent or commanded them, and they are they are of no benefit at all to these people. This is the Lord's declaration. So what he's saying is that 
only people who uses God's word, which is the, the two-edged sword that really changes our life and makes a difference and feeds us and gives us truth that helps God's in life. That's what people have to be preaching and teaching. We have a lot of preachers out there. They're saying, hey, we're believers, follow me. But they teach self-helps and all kinds of other stuff and never refer back to the word of God to give the real truth to how God wants us to live. And so as your pastor, I want to encourage you that we need to be in God's word every day. We need to be reading it. We need to be devouring it and making it a part of our life. And when we teach other people, make sure you teach them God's word, not your own thoughts on the issue. People say, well, what do you think about that? Well, the first thing as a Christian, you say, well, I need to refer to God's word. What does God's word say about that to reply to people? Our reply should always be God's word, not what we think about it from our own opinion. Our opinion must be based on the word of God. Then, then Brother John sent me one of the passages of scripture. Again, I'm just kind of taking pieces. That's a, he sent me two chapters there that we could read. We can't get time to go through tonight. But in 2 Thessalonians, it talks about the man of lawlessness. And the part I want to drive, drive home to you is the part in verse 13 where it says there's going to be false teachers. There's going to be lawlessness in the land. But we need to stand firm and we need to be able to continue to be God's light to the world. There in verse 13 in chapter 2 of Thessalonians, of 2 Thessalonians. But we ought to thank God always for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because from the beginning God has chosen you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this, to this through our gospel so that you might obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold to the traditions you were taught, whether by what we say or what we wrote. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and the God our Father who has loved us and given us eternal encouragement and good hope by grace encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good work and word. And so this passage of scripture is talking about this and there's going to be lawlessness over the land. There's going to be things that are happening around us that's going to make our hearts just be heavy. But we are called to stand firm to, to be able to be spokesmen to the world. And we are called to be that light the world needs to see. So brothers and sisters, don't be discouraged. Live each day on mission with God, realizing there'll be false prophets that come forward, saying they're in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but tell you false truths. You got to navigate that. Also know that if you're like the psalmist, if you're one day in the Lord's courts, it's better than a thousand elsewhere. And then we are called to understand there's going to be lawlessness, but we're called to stand firm and make a difference. So if you don't mind tonight, join me in prayer. Let's pray for our nation. Let's pray for our boldness that we go out and make a difference in the world around us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord. Lord, for your love and your grace. We ask you, dear Lord, to give us the strength to be bold witnesses for you to the world that needs to hear about your truth. We ask you, dear Lord, to help our church continue to grow and help us work towards the goal of repairing our facilities and making everything better for us to continue worshiping you here. Father, I ask you, dear Lord, for help us be able to speak truth into a world that needs to hear truth and that be able to understand who's telling us lies and compare it to God, your word, God. So let us be able to be diligent studiers of your word. Let us be able to be filled with your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, church, I also want to let you know that there's a lot to be able to be thankful for. We got our facade on the B-Wing already done. We're now ordering the windows that are getting replaced here pretty soon in the next few day, a few weeks. They got to build them first and then bring them to us to start replacing the windows on the B-side. We didn't got enough yet to replace all of them. We're replacing the big windows and the windows underneath the big windows on the B-Wing building. Uh, and so we're continuing working together to be able to accomplish that. So if God's laid in your heart to give towards this 
uh, endeavor. We, I'm not at the latest numbers, but I know when I left, we had about 90-something thousand dollars given, and so hopefully we broke over that amount this week. I'll get some data tomorrow. But if God's leading you to give, please give so that we can get this done together, work together for the cause of Christ. I uh, also wanted to say continue to pray for people, especially our, our homebounds, those that have been shut in because of COVID for over six months, and those that have been shut in because of sickness prior to COVID. Uh, please pray for Doris Johnson, as I know she would love to have your prayers as uh, she's uh, beginning to uh, have difficult days. And so continue, church, just continue loving each other. We're going to make it through this together. We're be being strong. God's been good to us. So I'm thankful to be your pastor. And let's just have a good day this uh, tonight and then the rest of the week. Be witnesses for Christ. Go out and share your faith. Be bold. The world needs to hear about God's truth and pray for your nation. God bless you all. Have a good night. Take care. Bye.